Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and this podcast is brought to you by the Members Academy. This week we've started looking at a reading text academic called Nature or Nurture. I've chosen that because I'm moving on to the topic of personality in the Members Academy but also this topic and this reading refers to the whole idea of research um, and academic research. So The structure of this reading is based around a theory, uh, trying to prove the theory, um, different ideas about this theory and, well, trying to solve a problem. Um, It's a famous story, you've probably heard of it, Um, and it's a story about a researcher, psychologist called Stanley Milgram. It's a true story and basically he got teachers... I think, yes, teachers, um, to basically do an experiment, but he didn't tell them the real reason behind the experiment. Have you heard about this before? I'm sure you have. And so they, the teachers were allowed to give electric shocks to a student if the student got the question wrong. And the more times the student got the question wrong, they were allowed to give higher and higher and more extreme electric shocks. I remember learning about it at school. Um, But basically, the, the student they were giving electric shocks to was just an actor. It wasn't, of course, they weren't giving electric shocks. But, um... What they thought, they tried to predict to what extent the teachers would actually inflict pain if they were told to do so. And the idea was that the psychiatrist gradually said, no, you know, they've answered it wrong. You'll have to increase the electric shock. And even though the teachers kind of said, oh, no, I don't think I should. The psychiatrist managed to convince them that it was all because it was because of research. So even though it was obvious that the student was in absolute terrible pain and the teachers were very uncomfortable inflicting this kind of punishment on them, and because they were were reassured by the psychiatrist that that it was all okay and it was all for research, then um, they carried on doing it. And they were shocked and, well, quite horrified by the extent to which the teachers really kind of discarded their own moral code and, you know, their own sense of right and wrong and just agreed to do what they were told. So it was a kind of psychological experiment and this reading is all about that. And and the reason I'm kind of going on about it is, yet again, background knowledge and how much that can help you. Um, You know, it it is a kind of well-known story just because it's quite shocking. But the whole reading is about that. And if you know that story, then how imagine how much that's going to help you understand the questions and... You know, that the same applies for any of the IELTS topics that we go over, you know, the environment, whatever, um, inventions, things like that. Knowing something about the background will help you enormously. So the other reason why I chose this one today was because we've done a lot of work on matching headings, but not so much on matching statements. And they are, of course, different. If you go back, you'll see I've done one on the cowrie gum. And if you go to my website, you can just search that and you'll find that's an example of matching statements. 
Um, so this one, I decided to do a little bit differently um, just so that people could follow it from the start. So what I did with this one is to give one paragraph and then asked people to match it with the statements. Now, normally, you would kind of read quickly through the whole thing, then look at the statements and then try and f remember or, or go back and find where those statements were. Well, because I've given you already a little bit of a background of the story, I think that's kind of sufficient. Um, but it just makes far more sense if I go through each paragraph and then we um, try to match the statements. Remember, the statements will not be in order. Um, they will be mixed up completely. Um, and also remember that there is only one paragraph matches each statement, but there could be two statements in the same paragraph. There's not in this example, but very often there is. Uh, whereas matching headings, of course, you only match one heading with one paragraph. Here there are six statements. And let me just run through them so you are ready for um, what we're going to read about. So it starts with the question 14 because it's the section 2. And 14 says a biological explanation of the teacher subject's behaviour. So I always talk about structure. We know now that this was an experiment. They predicted the results and the results were not what they expected. Question 14 asks you to find a biological explanation. Well, you would imagine that the explanation for the results would come towards the end if you're kind of used to looking at those kind of structures. Question 15 asks the explanation, Milgram, Milgram is the psychiatrist, the explanation, or the psychologist, I'm not sure, I'll check, the explanation Milgram gave the teachers for the experiment. So you're looking for what, you know, we know that he didn't tell them the truth, so we're looking for what exactly did he tell them about why he was doing this experiment. Question 16 says the identity of the pupil. So as we said before, the pupil wasn't a real pupil, it was a, an actor. Question 17 says the expected statistical outcome. So what did they expect the results to be? Again, you'd expect to find that before you see the actual results. Question 18 says the general aim of the sociobiological study. So what was the aim? I would guess that would come right at the start or right at the end. And then question 19 says the way Milgram persuaded the teachers to continue. So obviously, if you think of it as a experiment in progress, they started, they complained, they didn't want to, but then he persuaded them to continue. So that's where you would look for it, somewhere in the middle of the experiment and in the middle of the text. So do use those kind of structural, um, well, hints, I suppose, to help you. Um, the more you read, the more you'll see this is tr very true of IELTS. All, all kinds of readings have a, a certain structure that will help you. Okay, so what I'm going to do is read paragraph A just for listening practice. 
And then we're going to look at the answer. It's much better if you look at this on my website, um, of course. But if you're driving or walking, this is going to be useful for you anyway. So paragraph A says, A few years ago, in one of the most fascinating and disturbing experiments in behavioural psychology, Stanley Milgram of Yale University tested 40 subjects from all walks of life for their willingness to obey instructions given by a leader in a situation in which the subjects might feel a personal distaste for the actions they were called upon to perform. Specifically, Milgram told each volunteer teacher subject this is what they called he calls them teacher subjects even though they weren't teachers they were from all walks of life but he calls them teacher subjects because they're acting like a teacher I'm going to just call them teachers and told each volunteer teacher that the experiment was in the noble cause of education and was designed to test whether or not punishing pupils for their mistakes would have a positive effect on the ability on the pupils ability to learn so that's the introduction um he tells us all about the experiment and why he did it so this gives us a statement 15 it says the explanation Milgram gave the teachers for the experiment. So here, very, very obviously, we've got Milgram told each volunteer teacher that the experiment was for education to decide, designed to test um, if punishment would have a positive effect on their ability to learn. So that is the answer. It's an explanation that we're looking for. And the synonym, I guess, is Milgram told each volunteer why he did the experiment. Okay, paragraph B, um, he says Milgram's experiment involved placing the teacher before a panel of 30 switches with labels ranging from 15 volts of electricity, which was a slight shock, to 450 volts, which was a severe shock. The teacher was told that whenever the pupil gave the wrong answer, the shock was to be administered, beginning at the lowest level and increasing in severity with each successive wrong answer. The pupil was in reality an actor hired by Milgram to simulate receiving the shocks by emitting a spectrum of groans, screams and writhings together with an assortment of statements and expletives denouncing the experiment and the experimenter. Milgram told the teacher subject to ignore the reactions of the pupil and to administer whatever level of shock was called for, as per the rule governing the experimental situation of the moment. Okay, so in that whole paragraph where he explains again um, what the teachers had to do, um, he does mention that the pupil was in reality an actor hired by Milgram. So the answer for question 16 is the identity of the pupil. That's it. 
Now, when I tested this on Instagram today, um, people, some people chose another answer um, because... It says at the end of the paragraph, Milgram told the teachers to ignore the reactions of the pupil. That's it. So he told them to ignore the reactions of the pupil. Now, there is another statement, which is, let me just scroll through, sorry. The other statement is the way Milgram persuaded the teachers to continue. So you might think because he told them to ignore the student that this is how he persuaded them to continue However, coming next, you've got paragraph C um, and that is where you'll find a much better answer for this one. And I'm going to read it now because in this paragraph C, you get a lot more information about exactly how he persuaded them to continue. Whereas the other one, they hadn't even started when he told them to ignore any complaints. But this is what he what he does when they want to stop and he tells them to continue. So I'm going to read this one and then stop and give you a break. As the experiment unfolded, the pupil would deliberately give the wrong answers to questions posed by the teacher, thereby bringing on various electrical punishments, even up to the danger level of 300 volts and beyond. Many of the teacher subjects balked at, that's a difficult word, it means they didn't want to, they balked at administering the higher levels of punishment and they turned to Milgram with questioning looks and complaints about continuing the experiment. So here you've got the word continuing, so it's here is the answer. In these situations, Milgram calmly explained that the teacher subject was to ignore the pupil's cries for mercy and carry on with the experiment. If the subject was still reluctant to proceed, Milgram said that it was important for the sake of the experiment that the procedure be followed through to the end. His final argument was, you have no other choice, you must go on. What Milgram was trying to discover was the number of teacher subjects who would be willing to administer the highest levels of shock, even in the face of strong personal and moral revulsion against the rules and conditions of the experiment. So, yeah, there's loads there. You can see um, every time they questioned him, he calmly explained that they should ignore the pupils' cries. And then he said it was important for the sake of the experiment. And his final argument was, you have no other choice, you must go on. So this is how he persuaded them to continue. Okay, I'm going to stop there and next time I'm going to do the second half just because there's quite a lot of information and background that I've I've spent doing here. Um, yes, so I'll put this on my website now. I'm sorry I've been late this week, but it's been a week of marking the end of the pre-sessional course at university and I've been non-stop on the computer marking and my husband just says, right, get off the computer now. Um so I'm afraid I haven't done my daily podcast very regularly, but after Friday, I will be back. So listen out for tomorrow. I hope I can do the second half for you. And I'm putting this on my website now. That's ilcetc.com.
So thanks for listening and sitting through that. I know it's not easy. This is a difficult one, I think. Um, But I hope that has helped. And let me know if you have any questions or comment on the website if you want, and I can answer it there. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye.